0: Are you ready to live your best life, be stronger, and fall in love with yourself? It's possible, and it's inside you, but you need to unlock the power within. Welcome to Fearlessly Authentic with Jodi Harrison-Bauer. Jodi used to be afraid to take risks. It took some stepping out of her comfort zone to get her there. Along with her guests and their stories, Jodi will help you to live your best life ever. Now, here's your host, Jodi Harrison-Bauer.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Fearlessly Authentic. I'm your host, Jody Harrison Bauer, and it's always such a pleasure to welcome you to my live show. Love, love, love having you. Thank you from all the countries listening. Um, 100 countries listen to this show. It's crazy. And I just want to thank all of you for the love, for all the messages. And for tuning in every single week, whether it's on the live show or when we go streaming on all the podcast platforms. Um, I also wanted to remind you to review, save, subscribe, leave a message, all of those things that you do on Apple Podcasts. I have a five-star rating. I want to keep it a five-star rating. So thank you for all the messages. Um, Just keep reviewing, subscribing, sharing. I just love it. And thank you so much because every single week, my goal, whether I'm here by myself or with a guest, our goal is to always educate you, empower you, entertain you. You're going to definitely be entertained today and then inspire you so you can help others so you can live a fearlessly authentic life because, you know, at the end of the day, And I just don't really like when people say at the end of the day, but we are all here to live our truest lives. And that's what I love about this show. We talk about business, sex, marriage, divorce, relationships, anything that you can think of, we are talking about it because um, we are always learning. So thank you again for tuning in. And I think that's it. I want to get right into it. And I want to introduce my wonderful guest today, Lee Jagger. Thank you so much for joining me today on Fearlessly Authentic.
2: Jody, I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be a very, very fun, juicy conversation. I can feel it.
1: It is. I know. I'm so excited to get into it. I want to introduce you to the audience. For those of you who don't know who Lee is, Lee is a sexpert and founder of Rock the Bedroom, where she has helped thousands of women claim their confidence and creativity in the bedroom using her signature erotic massage techniques. After going to sex worker to sexpert. Lee has made it her mission to normalize conversations around sexuality and make obligatory sex become a thing of the past. Her hands on, quote unquote, we'll get into that, experience with over 2,000 male clients has helped her to understand what really drives men wild and it's not what most women think. Author of the upcoming book, Rock the Bedroom Five Steps to Feeling Free and Sexually Empowered, Lee is bringing this taboo topic to light and helping women everywhere, add more spice to their relationships. After going viral on TikTok, Lee has now over 1.2 million followers with a total of 58.2 million views. That's crazy. And her most viewed video has been watched over 29.6 million times. Welcome, welcome to the show, Lee. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to get right into the juicy stuff. Um, so when I just introduced you and read your bio um, one of the things that really stuck out to me was when you said from going to sex worker to sex pert explain that if you don't mind
2: yes so I've I i 1st I need to say that I did not plan this path at all prior to being uh, in this industry at all I was a sexual wallflower I did not know how to initiate in the bedroom. I didn't feel comfortable initiating. I had no game. <laughs> I, uh, you know, open open your legs and let him let him have what he really wants. <laughs> right. That's really all I had. Um, I didn't know how to deliver foreplay. I was a great receiver of all the pleasure, but I wasn't a good giver of pleasure. I didn't know how
1: to do oral, how to use my hands, how to do anything. And... So let me stop you for there for a second. Mm-hmm. So it was like okay, like you said right at the beginning, spread your legs, penis goes in, we're supposed to have an orgasm, they're supposed to have an orgasm. <laughs> like we're supposed to in a perfect world, this is all supposed to happen beautifully and together, right? Just like in the movies. Just like in the movies, exactly. And you know, I, I don't know if it was it's the way we're brought up or did it have anything to do with the way you you grew up, thinking about what sex was and how to receive and give pleasure, were those any conversations you had with anybody?
2: Well, I think that's the problem. There weren't conversations around that with anybody. You know, like you can talk to your your girlfriends about things and everyone's just fumbling around. The right. only education we really have is either porn or the movies um, or, you know, various teachers telling you that it's all wrong to want to do any of that stuff. And so I just didn't know. And I didn't know what I didn't know. All I knew was you know it's all supposed to be romantic and and just knowing what to do in the bedroom and feeling amazing. Uh right. penetration is supposed to feel like amazing.
1: You know, <laughs> just like fireworks
2: and butterflies and unicorns all over the place and uh, and I just didn't know why I was thinking of reasons to not have sex with my, say, fiancé or boyfriend or whatever at the time. Right. After about two or three months into a relationship, I was thinking of reasons to not have sex. I was just Mm -hmm. totally turned off. Yet I wanted that connection. So I just thought, maybe I'm just asexual. Uh, You know, I, I just thought, well, maybe I'm just not into sex. I really love intimacy with right. a man. I love making out. I love all the foreplay and all that. But when it comes to penetration, it's kind of like, oh, it's not my like, favorite thing. That's not how I'm gonna have an orgasm anyway. Right. I, I need I think some so. external stimulation
1: for that. And you probably thought you were the only one yeah. thinking like this, right? Because again, you know, I, I I don't remember how old you are and it doesn't make a difference, but we're probably closer around somewhere within 10 years of each other. So it just it, things have changed, and we need, as you said, we need to normalize these conversations. So, I really yes. want you to tell your story. I mean, I wanted to give everybody a little bit of an idea of where we're going with this. But let's yeah. let's go back to how it started when you and I first had our conversation. I, I would I want you to share that story with everybody here.
2: Yes. So, uh, at the time, I would I don't know eight years ago or something. I was homeless for about a year and a half. Uh, I had found this hoarder's house to stay in with my 10 year old son in tow. And uh, the reason why I'm mentioning this is because it made me very pliable and open Mm -hmm. to this phone call that I received in response to a Craigslist ad for doing just regular Swedish therapeutic massage. And this woman, she said, I saw your ad and uh, you look great. You look like you have lots of experiences. It's fantastic. Have you ever thought of erotic massage? And me being sexually uh, adverse, right. I, I said, uh, that's with a happy ending, right? And she said, yes. And I said, yeah, no, that's not my dealio at all. I was quite adamant. But... I kept her on the line because I was super curious what this whole industry was. And she threw out a dollar figure. And at the time, I'm literally hungry. I'm yeah. hungry. My son is hungry. We're, we're living in a hoarder's living room just to put a roof over our head so we don't have to yeah. sleep in my Toyota Corolla. Yeah. So I was open to taking one for the team and trying it out for just two or three weeks just to get
1: ahead. No, I right. I mean, I totally get it. Like the things that we do when you're responsible for a child and yeah, you know, it, you, you're, we almost do almost anything to absolutely. make that money. Yeah. I get yeah, it. Yeah. I was desperate.
2: So when she said, you know, you could do a forehand where there's a client on the table, you're on one side of him and a seasoned pros on the other side of him. And you just follow her lead. She'll take the lead. She'll do the happy ending. You just dip your toes in. And I thought, Oh, you know, okay, she's trying to make it easy for me. How hard can it be really? Just fake it till you make it. Right. So, I went in and it turned out that the guy, I I'd imagined that the stereotypical guy who would seek out such services would be this old creepy dude who right. had to pay someone to touch him. And uh oh, and totally. the guy on the table was actually like 31, 32. He was in the military, beautiful body, gorgeous face. Dynamic, poor personality, smart, funny. He was awesome, and I actually enjoyed the session, and it wasn't mm. that hard. And um, wait, what do you
1: mean you enjoyed
2: the session? Well,
1: <laughs> let's get let's get it clear. Yeah. Martha.
2: So, well, the actually massaging him and feeling like I'm in my lingerie, I'm feeling very exposed. Oh, so you and, have to dress sexy. For them, oh yes,
1: oh yes, it was
2: it was like a dress code, and so yeah, the guys coming in for some somewhat of a fantasy, you know, some scantily clad woman who is is being into whatever it is she's doing to him, which is a you know a a full on full body massage, right? Lots of teasing, um, definitely hands on his private parts at the end, Mm -hmm. and the woman was supposed to take care of the happy ending. And she was for a little while. And then she she looks at me and she says, you want to take control for a while? And I couldn't say no, because it would have looked like I was rejecting him, right. you know, like, oh, no, I don't want to touch it. You know, right, right. I didn't want to do that to the guy. So I'm like, yeah, sure. And I was sort of mimicking what she was doing. And he seemed to really like it. And I thought, you know, okay, maybe it doesn't take a whole lot to get a guy's juices flowing. Right. Right. Um, and so I thought, you know, it wasn't as hard as I thought it wasn't as sordid and sweet. it was hard, but it wasn't as hard was, as you thought. Yeah. He was very hard, yes. but, but the, uh, what I was doing was not as difficult as I thought I, yeah. I managed through it. And so, and at the end, he even said, when she went to go get hot towels, he said to me, I actually liked your massage better. Ooh. I'm like, What? What? It was so sweet, and I thought, okay, okay, maybe I could, you know, this isn't too bad. I got enough skills to, um, to to pull my own. So after that client left, I said to the lady, you know, that wasn't so bad. Can I come back tomorrow and do another forehand? And she said, actually, right now I'm double booked. I got this other guy. Can you take him by yourself while I go in with client this other client? And I, I thought, oh my gosh, by myself already. I really didn't think I was ready. I was freaking out, but she said, ah, you got it. You got it. And all the details of this first day are in my book. Um, And so I went in, she went in with Mr. Marlboro man. I thought, wow, these clients are hot. Right. Right.
1: Right. You're just, again, like I, I agree with you. I think like desperate, old, disgusting, perverted, men who can't get it anywhere else. So they do it. it right. Yeah. That's
2: right. What I'm so, too. so this is blowing my mind, seeing these really good looking guys go in to the, the, the room. And I walk into the room with the guy that she's already set up on the table. Mm-hmm. And who is he? Mr. Old Creepy Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh crap. She took the great guy. <laughs> Shit. Uh, she left me with this guy. No wonder. So so, but I thought, okay, Lee, have some compassion. He's probably not been touched in years. Just give the guy a break, you know, like make him feel loved up. So I was very professional. I did the massage. Halfway through the massage, he jumps off the table, says, okay, you get on the table now. I'm going to massage you. Ew. And you ew, just like ugh, every cell of my body was on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was... The door is locked. I'm by myself. I'm feeling very vulnerable, right um, and and frightened, honestly. right. And I realized for the first time, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lee, this is very indicative of how you are in the bedroom. Mm. You don't take any control. You're just going along with whatever the guy wants to do. Mm. You don't have a voice in the bedroom. You don't express any boundaries. You don't even know what your boundaries are, let alone expressing them or enforcing them. And so, so I realized in that moment, this is personal development time. Mm. Like it was guy number two that made me think you need to keep doing this Lee, because you're going to find out a whole lot about yourself and who you are in the bedroom and who you can be. And like,
1: put some big girl panties on for God's sake you know that's, my, that's that's my line I'm always saying that to myself because it's those scary moments I mean I would have been scared to death like wow. who, who knows who knows what could have happened and when you feel so vulnerable and it it is that time to take okay there's a reason why this man thinks he can take control where actually I'm supposed to be in control here time to dig deep so how did you rectify the the situation?
2: Well, I got him back on the table. I made it really clear. It was like divine inspiration. Wow. Words from God came through wow. my my mouth. And um, I just realized there's no way I'm getting on that table and letting him have his way with me. Like, yeah. Ugh! And so I got him back on the table. It felt good to have a little bit of control and to to stand up for myself. And um, at the end and it was while I was massaging him I kept the session going. I didn't kick him out. I I thought no, just be professional. Get right. him back on the table. Like it doesn't even phase you, because he didn't know he was my second client. I wanted him to just think right. like, oh yeah, I've been doing this for years, and of I you course. know, I'm, I'm going to take control again. And so, it was while I was finishing the session that I realized, oh, you got to keep doing this, Lee. And mm. what t- what initially intended to be 2 or 3 weeks ended up being 6 years and over 2000 clients of experience and and I and very shortly in like only a couple months in to doing that work I noticed my personal sex life changing and mm-hmm. who I was in the bedroom and how much more confident I, I was and it really just came down to skill set like I just didn't know what to do with the guy's privates. Like I didn't know so, how to
1: touch him. Right. So here you are, you're you this is your job now, and you're realizing I'm really good at this. I'm really successful at this. People are coming in to see just me because of my skill set that I didn't even know I had, but forced into quote unquote <laughs> forced into a situation I had to rise above it or giddy up and bounce out of here. Mm-hmm. And so was it not just The hand job, let's just be blunt. Right. Right. I mean, I know you do a lot more. You did a lot more than that. Because when I think of a happy ending, I think literally, I just think of a woman jerking a man off while he's lying on his back. That's what I think. That's what I think of it. But there's the talk. (laughs) There's got to be some talking, right? (laughs) And did you find that the talk or no, or did you find that you were developing, you know, a monologue, a a conversation, you were learning how, and that was giving you the confidence too, just curious.
2: Yes. Oh, it, oh, that's so good. There's so many good points you just brought up. So the hand job being the whacking him off. Yeah. Uh, that's what most women think. Before they take my courses, that's that's the, the picture that they imagine in their head is just, you know, up and down, fast and furious, just wagging him off. Right. Making something happen, either trying to get him hard or trying to finish him off. Right. You know, so she can go to sleep or whatever. Just like. <laughs> right. It's like. It's, oh, it's well you just
1: come so I can go right. to sleep. Right, right. There. just come, come on, on, guys. Just
2: go. So, <laughs> and, and that's what a lot of women assume using your hands is all about. It's just a means to an end. It's not the main event. It's right. certainly not the top of his wish list. Um, it, it's, but what I ended up doing in the room was I had to mix it up because I was doing plain old up and down thinking that's all he needed. Right. Because he, he would have a, a climax just doing up and down. So right. I thought, okay, that's all they needed. But then what ended up happening because I was seeing like five, six, a couple times, seven clients a day, uh, every day, seven days a week. Um, goes. Then my hands were cramping up. I was literally, I was getting like carpal tunnel or something. My, my hand muscles were literally cramping up and I was trying to finish this one guy off. And I'm just thinking in my head for the love of God, if he doesn't come in the next three seconds, my hand is going to fall off. Literally. I'm not like, I'm going to have to go to the hospital and explain (laughs) to them how I got this injury. Wow. Wow. And so I took, I had both hands on, I had to take one hand off and I'm like, okay, I can't just stand there with one hand on my hip and while I'm jerking them off with the other hand, right. that's going to look dumb. <laughs> so I, I got to do something else with my other hand and I have to straighten my fingers. I cannot keep my, my hands curled, wow. my fingers curled. Wow. So I reach around to his scrotum and I do a little something down there and lo and behold, he, he moans. I'm like, oh, oh, not only am I resting my hand, but what I'm doing, something different with my hand, yeah. he actually was enjoying more. Now my, my other hand is getting sore from jerking him off, so I got to mix that one up. So I try mm. something else, and he starts squirming even more. And I, So just realizing, oh, so if I just get a little bit creative here and figure out ways to mix it up so I'm not just whacking this guy off, right. my hands are going to feel way better. And he's going to enjoy it way more. And you'll probably have and, more clients. And yeah. And I got a lot of repeat clients. And so that was the birth of all of the techniques that I created, which is now well over, I say just over 69, but it's actually quite a bit more than that now. But we like 69. Technique just for the happy ending part. Yeah. and and it was out of necessity because I was getting overuse injuries in my hands and my isn't, wrists. Isn't that
1: interesting? And, and no, so, that so
2: that's how that came to be. Like how I came to actually know how to get creative. It was because I had to get creative, mm-hmm. and I realized, wow, like if women, if these clients' significant others, girlfriend, wives, um, fiancés. Most of them were attached,
1: by the way. Most of Mm -hmm. them had a significant other. Okay, wait. So wait. So they have a significant other. Yeah. So help me understand this. And I mean, I'm not naive. So they're coming to you because they want either the variety or they're not having the sex life that they want. They're not getting off the way they don't want the way they want. Um, they're tired of just jerking themselves off. They actually want a pretty woman right there talking to them. What is in, in, in the, all the time that you did this, what did you think the main reason was for men coming to somebody like you? Uh,
2: all of the above. Okay. Uh, mostly it was lack of variety. Yeah. You know, men who, men who and loved their wife or their their yeah. girlfriend or whoever they loved her
1: didn't want to didn't want to leave her didn't want to cheat on her they didn't feel like this was cheating because it wasn't they penetration. they didn't feel like this was cheating right.
2: and honestly i mean in the beginning i thought very poorly of all the men i thought mm. oh you jerk you jerk really? you're cheating on your woman with oh, me okay.
1: Wow. Son of a.
2: <laughs> I was just like, I had a very low opinion until I started talking to men. And to yeah. answer your question from before, yeah, I, I engaged in a lot of conversation, um, finding out why, why are you coming to see yeah. me? Like, just curious, no judgment, but I'm just curious why. What is it that you're lacking? Mm. And quite often, men, this one man, I remember it's clear as day, and I got a lot of men saying basically the same thing is, I wish women would play with it like they like it. Oh, yeah, right. You know, like she's just, i he can feel when a woman is
1: just yes,
2: going through the motions. He can feel when she's not really into it. He can feel when she just wants to be done with it already. Totally. He can feel that. And that's a punch in the gut. And, and also, you know, sex lives get a little rote, a little... Yeah. Stale. in in the in the stuck in the rut boring or scarce if mm-hmm. you are in a long-term relationship yeah is that normal no is it common absolutely it's it's very rare that people in a say a 20-year marriage have a very spicy sex life and that's a sad statement it really is it- really really sad and so they were coming to see me for variety for, For not all the hangups, like, okay, so if I just lay back here and receive this amazing uh, touch, this connection, this is not going to be held against me and held over my head at a later date.
1: Or judge them for something they like because, you know, some men like their nipples tweaked, some men like their balls slapped around or whatever, Um, and maybe they don't feel comfortable I, I hope that was okay for me to just say men like their ball slapped, but I do know men that like their ball slapped. Anyway, uh, that's for another yeah. show, I guess. But um, communication is right. So in maybe the bedroom. right. So maybe they felt, oh, I feel super comfortable telling Lee this. She's she's going to do it. Or that was the other question I was going to ask you. Are there things that maybe do they that they request while you're in the room? and You're like, no, no, no. I don't stick my finger up your butthole or something like that. I I did
2: get asked, uh, actually, like in the phone call prior to like setting up the appointment, I would get asked uh, quite often if I did cock and ball torture. Right. So would I kick him in the balls? Right. And my answer was always no. You come to see me to feel good. Mm. I cannot make you feel bad, even if that turns you on. I I just refuse to do that. That's not
1: that's not what I do. That's somebody that's else. That's not
2: what I do. It's right. Good on you for enjoying that, but that's not what I provide. I want you to feel really pampered and loved up, and I want you to feel like a king. Mm. Um and and feeling wonderful and in a in a very feminine way. I didn't want to be so masculine and taking on that kind of torture aspect. Right. Um right. I, I was told by a lot of men that I should have been a dominatrix because I'm very much in control and I love being in control. Wow. But but I do it in a very soft feminine way. And I, I don't personally resonate with the dominatrix vibe of being very masculine in the bedroom. But I do think that it it would serve a lot of women to speak up and to be in control somewhat in the bedroom. Not to abandon all of their femininity, but to just be able to ask for what they want. Be able to have conversations in the bedroom. Ask him what he wants. Even saying no. A lot of women are not saying no. That's why we're having obligatory sex. Because in our mind, we're like, oh, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I've been done. And it's getting a little, you know, things are getting dry down there. I wish we would stop. But she's not actually saying that. So a lot of what I teach is communication. huge amount of what I teach is communication because you can rock the bedroom with all of these techniques to make them see God with just your hands, that's all well and good. But if at, at the end of that lovemaking session, you're thinking to yourself, oh, but I didn't get my needs met. Right. Or you know like you, you don't have the voice in the in the bedroom to be able to stipulate what you want. Articulate what you don't want. Ask him, you know, does this feel good or does that feel good? Like just to be able to have a voice in the bedroom, a lot of women, a lot of people struggle with that. So that's mm-hmm. a
1: huge part of what I do in my trainings. Right. And it's the confidence to speak up and it's not just about serving the men's needs. We want you to understand that. It, it's part oh. of that as as if you're in that heterosexual relationship or, or not, but it's Also, when you find out what he needs, then he's going to be more open to what you need, right? And and that's sort of where the whole conversation opens up. And I know we're really close to a break. So we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to talk about everything that you teach. Well, as much as we can in the next 30 minutes. And um, so we'll be right back with Lee Jagger and talk about how you can break the boredom in the bedroom. We'll be right back.
0: Play Finding Your Frequency Podcasts. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. On Fearlessly Authentic, Jody talks about mental and physical well being, and the key to both starts with proper nutrition. The Jody Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan was created to help your body feel better. Whether your goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, or just feel lighter and more energetic. Following this meal plan can help you get there. The Jodi Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a 21-day plan to help you learn the most important things about the food we eat and what foods are right for you based on your goals and activity level. The Jodi Fit Jumpstart Meal Plan is a real plan for real life this is not a diet but a change in lifestyle the plan is simple and easy for you to follow in the 21-day plan you will receive meal ideas snack ideas a grocery list and a 21-day journal crucial to your success with inspirational quotes to keep you motivated and keep track of your progress the key to success is commitment, consistency, and willpower. Be fearless and trust the journey. Go to JodyFit.com to purchase the JodyFit meal plan now and use the promo code PODCAST to get 25% off. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there You are listening to Fearlessly Authentic with Jody Harrison Bauer. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments you may have. Send an email to info at com. That's info at com. Now, back to Fearlessly Authentic.
1: Authentic. With my guest today, Lee Jagger, America's Sexpert. Welcome back, Lee. Thank Um, you. We were talking about um, a lot of things, but one of the things that we touched upon before the break was we were talking about, you know, all the different methods, all the things that you did to help a man climax in what you used to do. And now you teach women, and I think men also understand, open up the communication, but you're really teaching women how to rock the bedroom, right? Mostly women, yes. Yes. So, what Um, let's see. You know, there's so many questions that I have for you, but what can women learn? You know, we're talking about getting the man off, but how does this benefit the woman? That's what we really want to talk about.
2: Absolutely. We do because most women assume when I start talking about what I do, inevitably they ask the question, okay, so that sounds really great for the guy." Right. But, you know, maybe I don't want to just service my guy. Like, wh- when am I getting mine? Right, And what they don't understand, unless they're actually in my training, they don't get that this is not about servicing your guy. This is not about that at all. So it's about reaching a different level of kindness towards him. Like, it, it's treating him with a different level of care. This isn't about whacking him off. It's not, it's not one-sided at all. I find that when women actually treat their man to this level of care, giving him an, an erotic massage, and that, that covers his entire body, by the way, <laughs> not just his privates. Like the, right. It's his whole body. It can last from five minutes. And yes, you can make him see God in five minutes. Or it could last an hour. It's really up to you as the woman. And that's the key. It's up to you. You get to be in control in the bedroom. And what ends up happening is women start to become so much more empowered in the bedroom. They start to become so much more confident, you know, strutting into that bedroom like Beyonce strutting onto her stage and just owning it, just knowing I'm going to be the best thing you've ever had. I'm going to be better than any ex you've ever known and been with. I'm gonna be better than pizza and beer. <laughs> like I, that level of confidence, walking into the bedroom, y- that session is going to be so much different than if you're walking in doubting your abilities or doubting if oh does he like this? I can't really tell. I, he's not really squirming too much. I, I'm not sure. Oh, I don't think I don't think he's really into this. He's never really been. You know that tr- that trash talk in our head right. that w- is happening all the time. When you can just let that go and just know that you are rocking his world, that feels really good. For the single ladies out there, if you're going on a date and meeting up with someone for the first time, it's very nerve-wracking. It's right. you know, you're it's a stressful situation. You maybe you really like that guy and you're thinking, oh gosh, I really hope he likes me. I really like this guy. Instead of hoping, wishing, doubting, wondering, you're thinking,
1: oh, buddy, you are going to love me. Right. Because they've learned these skills and they have that confidence. And now they're not dreading what they think the obligatory sex is that 99% of them are not going to enjoy.
2: Right. And, and wondering if, okay, am I, am I going to be, you know, he seems more, more uh, experienced than I am. I just Mm -hmm. talked to a client, Uh, yesterday who said, yeah, I just started seeing this guy and he's a little older than me and he's a lot more experienced. I'm freaking out because I don't think I have as much as much experience as him. So this is a way to like level the playing field so that you can relax on that date. Mm. You're thinking in your head, buddy, you're going to win the lottery if I decide you're the one for me. Like, how did- you don't know the jackpot you just hit. I could pick any king in this room. You're going to be a lucky guy if I pick you. Like, that's a completely different frame of mind going on a date or totally. meeting, meeting any man. To right. know that you are the main event. You are amazing. You're a goddess. And you have this wicked skill set that any man would swim oceans
1: for. I love this. How how did you develop the program to teach women and do women, how did you develop it? And do some women struggle with it at the beginning?
2: I actually it's well, how I developed it was um, it it took years for me to figure out, okay, how am I going to get this on film? Because Mm -hmm. I already knew I don't want to have cucumbers on the screen. I don't want to just make a book with diagrams and words describing what I'm doing. I want to create a course where I am demonstrating on a live man's body, beautiful body, by the way. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> stunningly gorgeous. And step by step, not feeling like bow and chicka, wow, wow. You right, know, not feeling right. like porn. There's enough yes. porn out there. I don't want it to at all look like porn. I want it to be educational. I want it to be classy. I want it to be informative and not awkward feeling. It sounds and like, so-
1: from what you're saying, it sounds very sensual, educational, but not corny. Like, this is real life, ladies and yeah. men. Like, we're, we're, this is authentic shit we're doing here. This is not oh, for, yeah. you know, for anybody else to watch. This is for you to learn.
2: Yes. It's not entertainment. It's education. And I literally walk you through step-by-step. Okay. So you put your thumb here and you do this with your thumb. And then with your other hand, you cup his his scrotum and you do this. Like it's literally Mm. step-by-step. I'm verbally and visually walking you through everything. So I have not had one woman, I've had thousands of women go through my programs. I've not had one woman who said, ah, I just can't get this. Can I get my money back? Like, I'm not, I'm struggling here. No one has said that. I've received so many emails from women saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe how easy this was. And this was available all this time. Mm. I wish I'd known you when I was married. Now, you know, my husband is an ex and this probably would have saved my marriage. Mm. So so there's a lot of regret from women at having taken so long to come across my path but not one has said, oh, this is too hard. Everyone said, oh my gosh, that was amazing how easy that was and how easy it was to turn things around in the bedroom, turn things around in our relationship. We were on the rocks. We were looking at couples therapy we were considering mm-hmm. divorce and one week into your program, we're closer than ever.
1: Like how does that make you? you, Yeah, how does that make you feel?
2: I I I I literally jump up and down when I read those emails. I I literally do a little happy dance in my kitchen. It's so rewarding because I was one of those women Mm. who was struggling and who was suffering in silence. I lost three fiancés because of my lack of skill in the bedroom. And not recognizing what my problem was. I wasn't asexual. I just didn't have a skill set. Right. Had I had this skill set in my 20s, my whole love life would have been completely different. So if I can help one person out there feel confident in the bedroom, one person feel like she can actually find her voice, and ask for what she want, wants, or finally say, you know that thing that you always like doing to me? I, I've never liked it.
1: So to find does- that
2: voice feels yes. so
1: good. So how does that So the women are learning how to, you know, um, give pleasure to the man. How does that turn around? I know that builds their confidence. So what I'm thinking is, they've learned this skill set from you. Now they feel more confident. Mm-hmm. It sounds like what happens is because they've built that confidence, now they can say to their their partner, like you just said, "This is what I would like now."
2: Yes, 100%. -hmm. And what also happens is when a man, men are used to being the performer, the giver, the provider of the pleasure there's performance anxiety is a real thing. Men are expected to perform. And so when, when a woman just pushes him down on the bed and says, oh no, honey, I got this. I'm going to try something new on you tonight. He's going to want to reciprocate he's yes. going to want to up his game. He's going he's going to want to go to town on you. Like it it just there's this law of reciprocation that happens. When someone is treating you so 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 well, you kind of want to treat them really well in return. And that's what ends up happening in people's relationships is this this love life that was on the rocks and just smoldering embers uh gets some gasoline thrown on it. And both parties get very excited about that.
1: Yeah. And you know,
2: the man's going to want to get back to that sweet spot. So he's going to do whatever he can usually to make her feel like, all right, you know, I I'm getting some, I'm going to give some We're we're it's just, it becomes this game of who can be the most generous mm. in this relationship. It's this awesome competition of, I'm going to see how much love I can shovel on you and you're trying to shovel as much love on me. And it's just this amazing, wonderful competition that everyone wins from.
1: Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, I know that I was married, divorced, the last thing to go or in other relationships, the last thing to go always is the sex. Usually we stay, I mean, at least for me, I always stayed for the sex and that was usually the last thing to go. But, you know, when you have a great sex life, it really emanates from the bedroom out and that everything else is beautiful, you know, because if things are crappy outside the bedroom and you still have a good sex life, you're like, well, at least we still have a great sex life. But if things are diminishing outside the bedroom and then you don't even know, you're like, I got to hold on to this somehow or another, there's got to be a connection somewhere. And what you're talking about is so beautiful. It's that it, connection. Yeah. It's the res- It's the reset, respect, the reciprocity, right?
2: Yes. The connection is the key. It's not just about sex. Right. It's about connection. Men want connection. Women want connection. When it comes down to it, it's not just banging one out. No, it's about it's uniting that. with your partner and melding with them and just, you know, being one with them and feeling that connection. And that—that's a huge reason why during COVID, when couples were together 24/7, and having a little bit more sex and having having a whole lot of together time in the home, no rest, no work to go to—you right. know, no—I'm um, just getting a little bit of a break from you for a while. There was none of that. Their if their home was not an oasis, oh my gosh, right. it it exploded. Like the divorce rate went through the roof, through the roof. I think there was something like 57% more divorces filed during COVID than the year prior. More. It was crazy. And so, you know, if the, if the world is nutso, if your job is stressful If there's COVID, if there's, you know, a political upheaval, if there's war in the world, kids, life, everything, right, everything, craziness in the world, if you have an oasis to come home to, you can handle all that stuff. But if your home life and your sex life is, is not doing so well, oh, that's, you've got no respite.
1: Everything, everything else is chaotic because the light life is chaotic. So you're absolutely right. I mean, I know, you know, that Um, it's, that's your oasis. That's your, that's where you've got to find the peace. That's where you've got to find the connection because the life is always crazy. And it's even crazier now since we're past COVID or whatever we're doing right now, (laughs) I won't even. So
2: it's, there's always going to be something. So you got to make your own life. Really good. And, and if your sex life is, is on the rocks, that's going to ripple, effect, ripple out into all aspects of your relationship. I've mm-hmm. said so many times divorce starts between the sheets and ends between the lawyers. Like for me, once the sex goes, it's just a matter of time before it's a divorce. So you really, you can't just let that slide. You, you got to nip that in the bud.
1: So anybody listening at any age or at any stage in their life, you know, this is not just for women over 45 or post-menopausal women. This is for a lot of you young girls out there in your 20s and 30s, just starting today or in a relationship and you want to spice things up, right? I mean, it's not just for married couples, even though I'm sure you work with a ton of them. It's yeah, I women. I actually
2: do have a few single clients currently um, who are loving it, and there, this one coming to my mind, uh, Stacy, she she's looking for her soulmate, yeah, and she wants to be ready, right? You know, she doesn't want to figure it out along the way, like us fumble along in the bedroom, and you know, she she doesn't have a whole lot of confidence, so she's looking for that confidence, and she wants to be ready for when he shows up. So that she, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for you. I got this. Like I'm, I'm actually prepared. Like we, we think about that all the time in regards to, okay, I want to be a good cook. So I'm going to go take a cooking class. Right. I don't just throw some eggs and flour and sugar in a bowl and whip it up and just try to make something and figure it out. As we go, we take some classes.
1: You <laughs> are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. And in the being bedroom, prepared. we just don't think of that. Yeah, we all think that we're supposed to just innately know. And thank yeah. God there's somebody like you who's out there teaching these skills to women who yeah. really want to learn them. And, you know, I'm I'm grateful that I met you and that you're out there helping so many couples and women, um, empowering all of these women to have amazing sex lives because, mm-hmm. you know... A lot of people don't think that sex is really important. It's, you know, we love the intimacy, but it's the intimacy and the sex. It's not just the sex. It's not just the intimacy. It's the combination of having that Mm -hmm. beautiful intimacy with the sex, you know, and opening up that communication, like you talk so much about so important.
2: Yeah. And there's different, when we say sex, most people think of penetration intercourse, Right. right? But there are so many different facets of sex and that, I mean, I, I don't even call, call it sex anymore. I call it just juicy playtime because there's so many facets of being sexually engaged with your partner. So, so for those women out there who are menopausal or perimenopausal and there's vaginal dryness going on, okay, intercourse is off the table. Whether you like it or not, it's Wait. painful, Right. And so this is just another way to engage with your partner that's super fun, super sexy, and believe it or not, even more enjoyable than intercourse for both the men and the women sometimes. And so it's, it, there's so many different facets to it. Erotic massage doesn't have to replace anything. It's just right. one more facet that you can add to your just repertoire.
1: Thing. So what could women learn, do tonight? those women listening right now, what can they do tonight with their significant other? Well, there's,
2: there's two things actually. One, there's, there's a free technique that I show you on my website, rockbedroom.com. And it's, you have to be an adult (laughs) to watch it because it's full on nudity, Mm -hmm. but it's a super, super simple technique that they can do tonight. Super easy. You don't have to have any massage experience. And but also on the communication aspect, uh, because communication really is so 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 important, and and it's the doorway to really to really laying a, a solid foundation for your relationship and and filling in the cracks of the cracked foundation <laughs> that mm-hmm. you've got going on. So opening up communication in the bedroom super important. I would ask this kind of question because we're not asking questions in the bedroom. I'm just saying. We're we're saying the wrong things in the bedroom and we're asking the wrong questions, even if we are. So I would say something like, hey, honey, when I do this, if I went a little bit faster or a little bit slower, which Mm -hmm. feels better to you? And it doesn't matter what you're doing with your hands, with your mouth, with whatever. It doesn't matter. If Mm -hmm. I go a little faster or a little bit slower, or if I press a little harder or go a little bit lighter, like an either or question, Mm. then what happens is it tells the guy you are wanting to get it just right for him. You're trying to knock it out of the park and really go to town on him. That feels good to him. It also lets him know that he can answer honestly, which doesn't always happen in the bedroom, because he's not going to be criticizing you. He's not going to be starting a fight. He's just saying, oh, actually, I like it a little bit lighter or I like that a little bit slower. So it it just opens up communication in the bedroom because he's making a choice. He's not making a criticism of your performance. Mm. And so that's an easy thing that people can try. Whatever you're doing, even if you're jerking them off, it doesn't matter what you're no, doing. No, I love
1: that approach because it's not, there's no accusatory and there's no, and I right. think so, like you you said before, men, you know, feel like they need to perform. So if their partner is asking a, A very loving question that's easy for them to answer. And they feel Mm -hmm. super comfortable doing that.
2: And often the question women will ask is, does this feel good? Or how's this feel? Right. And the guy's going to go, good. That's good. You've got your hands on him. He doesn't, even if it's not that great, he's still going to say good because he doesn't want you to take your hands off. And he doesn't want to criticize you like, oh no, you're no good. Right. So the either or question makes it so much easier to answer. And it just mm. it it wedges your foot in the door to more communication mm. to show that, oh,
1: communication could be really easy in the bedroom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, ladies, you need to try that tonight. I, I love that. Is there one other tip? We have three minutes left and I have one last question to ask you. But is there any other another quick tip you can give them? I would say, ladies, generally speaking, no matter
2: what you're doing, slow it down. No matter how you're touching him with your hands, with your body, with your tongue, with whatever, slow it down. My motto is slow equals moan. Ooh, Slow equals moan.
1: So the slower you go,
2: the more he will moan. I'm just saying.
1: And don't you think it's really important to also pay attention to their way they're breathing? Like it's really important to pay attention to the way they're moving, their breathing or. Absolutely. No. Okay.
2: But that's not always a good indicator of what you're doing. I mean, some guys, they're losing their mind and yet on the outside, they look calm and collected. Mm. They, they look like, oh, nothing's happening at all. Yeah, you know some some guy. I just had a post the other day. I put a post on TikTok like super silent partner. Like, does your guy look like he's a corpse?
1: Mm. You know, some guys
2: don't don't squirm a whole lot. A lot of guys are not very. Yeah, expressive. I'm going through my
1: mind of like, you know, all of those things. So on TikTok, I, where can everybody find you on TikTok? What's what's your handle there?
2: My handle is Rock the Bedroom. And it's the same for Facebook or Instagram, Rock the Bedroom. Uh, You can find me on YouTube. uh, Just look up Lee Jagger, J-A-G-G-E-R.
1: Wonderful. And one last question. We have one minute. What does it mean to you to have fearlessly authentic sex?
2: Oh, to feel confident and creative and comfortable enough to surrender. Mm in the bedroom, because when you're able to really surrender, that's where the bliss is. And it's really scary to surrender in the bedroom. It's really scary when you don't feel all that confidence. So to me, being fearless is just trying something new to get closer to that place of being able to surrender and just feel free and uninhibited in the bedroom.
1: That is a beautiful answer. Thank you. Lee Jagger, thank you so, so much for being on the show today. Um, Please, everybody, follow her. And for the rest of you, for the rest of the week, go and have a Fearlessly Authentic life and week. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much, Lee.
2: Oh, such a pleasure. Thank you, Jody.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week to Fearlessly Authentic. Please listen again next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Jody Harrison Bauer on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and unlock the keys to a more powerful you.